welcome to the Real Students of BYU, the show where we dive deep into everything concerning student life at BYU. I'm your host, Dylan Bladen. And I'm your co-host, Pre Anderson. And today we have a special guest with, guest with us um, named Caden Bro, And we're going to be talking about uh, clubs at BYU, how to get involved with them, uh, and what they offer. So Caden is my friend and roommate. Um, he's been at BYU for a few years now. Um, Kaden, what are you, what are you studying? Yeah, so I'm a junior in cellular biology and physiology. So it's a lot of biology classes and it's a lot of fun. Um, I've been around the track a couple of times here at BYU. It's been a great experience. I'm really enjoying all my classes and everything that I get to do here on campus. So thanks for having me on here, Dylan. That's awesome. Glad to have you here. Um, remind me again, what exactly you want to like pursue with that? Yeah. So I'm actually, aside from the cell bio and physiology that I do, I also, um, am in the pre-professional program for pre-medical studies, right? So aside from everything I need to do to graduate in cell biology, there's just a few more courses and a few more things I need to learn here at BYU. Um, and so my ultimate goal is to get into uh, maternal and fetal medicine, um, so helping babies that are born with complications and everything. That's what my ultimate goal is. Interesting. Yeah. It's been super exciting and super fun. Um, it's helped me get to know a lot of different people at a lot of different spheres here at BYU. So it's been great. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. That's a great goal to have. Um, so if I remember correctly, I know that you have started a club recently. Right. Um was that last semester or was that this semester? Um, so it was in February of 2021 is when I kind of got it all going. And I had to start okay. coordinating with uh, the faculty and the staff here at the university. Um, but it really started this semester, so fall semester of 21. And so it just took the time from February through the start of fall to um, go through that process of starting it up. Yeah, it was it was kind of a lot of hands-on stuff and, and a lot of meetings with um, a couple of the students. And so my club is a little interesting. It's a pre-med peer mentoring. Um, so there's a couple of pre-medical clubs here at BYU that provide events and provide speakers and, and panels for pre-medical students. Um, but we noticed uh, last year, I actually was struggling with, you know, figuring out my own place and my own, um, you know, purpose here at BYU and in my medical studies and everything. I was struggling with it. And so me and my friends, we saw this need um, for an upperclassman to kind of take on these underclassmen and help them out a little bit. And so between February and March, is, or February and May, excuse me, is when we really had to work with the uh, faculty here at BYU because mentoring is a little tricky. It's a little dicey um, from, a, kind of from a legal standpoint, let's say, because you don't want to give out bad advice, right? And so Yeah, for to, sure. <laughs> right, yeah. And so that, that's been a huge of ours and so um, in February is when we first approached the school and we said hey we have this idea we've drafted it out here's what we think would work um, and they had a few critiques and a few notes for us on what they were worried about and, and liability and everything and so it took us a few times going back and forth to kind of figure that out but in about May is when we kind of had the final version of the club final purpose of it all ironed out and that's when the university kind of said they gave us kind of a provisionary 
um, time to try and t to try and, and test it out here on campus. So between February and May is when we kind of got everything figured out. And then over the summer, we were um, preparing literature, kind of having meetings with some leadership. And then um, so it took a few months and then it was a few months of just having fun and actually running the club um, in the background. And then it really started off um, first couple weeks of September. So kind of a longer okay. time than usual, I think, but it's kind of a special case with the mentoring stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would it, would the process be different if it weren't a mentoring club or is it just a little more strict because it is a mentoring club? Um, probably a little bit of both. Um, so to start a club, what you need is a faculty um, sponsor, right? And so if you're really into bird watching, you can go to a bird teacher. They don't have to bird classes on BYU, but you know, it's, it's a metaphor. Right? <laughs> Trust me, I've looked at how to get the birds. Um, and so had a, if you had a bird professor, you could go to the bird professor and be like, hey, I want to start a bird watching club. Um, and they say, okay, great, I'll sponsor you. And then you can go to BYU US, or BYUSA, right? Um, they're over most of the clubs here at BYU. Um, because mine was a pre-professional club, we actually had to work with the pre-professional advisement office here at BYU. Um, and so my sponsor, my sponsor for my club is a, an employee of this, the PPA, so call it professional advisement. And they're an employee of the PPA and they take care of anything that's pre-health or pre-law or pre-dental, any of those clubs that are associated with the future profession. Um, that falls under the PPA. But most clubs uh, fall under the BYUSA. It's a little bit less streamlined, a little less liability to start a bird watching club than there is, you know, a mentoring club. And so from what I've heard and how I talk to people at BYUSA and at the PPA, um, it It's just, hey, we're going to play bird, bird, bird card games once every other Tuesday. You know, bird professor sponsoring us, come play games with us. It would probably be a lot of logistics to hammer out. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I understand that liability difference. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a little sketchy. Did it cost you, like any money at all like i know some clubs make you charge a fee in order to join and some are free mm -hmm. like what is like when does cost become associated right. with that? does it just depend on the equipment you need you know so these dues club dues uh really depend on the club's leadership um this is actually a factor in starting our club because the byu medical club like the official the big one because there's a couple of the smaller ones like the american medical women's association um, the Association of Future Female Physicians and then pre-med mentoring. Um, uh, I believe, you know, dues are charged kind of as the club sees fit. Now, some events have food, so sometimes you get t-shirts or buttons, stickers, um, kind of fun stuff. And that money has to come from somewhere, right? Not every club leader really wants to finance the club and everything that the club gets up to. And so my club, we really didn't want to charge people anything to get to be a part of it and to get the services that a, a mentor could offer. Right. That was something we really strove to keep available to as many people as possible because budgets are tight and everything. And it may seem like a few dollars, but sometimes it's the, you know, the, the switching point in someone's opinion about a club or about a service that you can provide. And so I work very closely with the BYU pre-medical club. And so I see how they treat their budget and everything. And they have dues of about $25 every semester. 
Um, and so a lot of these dues are used to do events and do food, right? Because pizza and, and donuts are enticing and everything. <laughs> yeah. But um, as far as you need money, you don't actually need money. My club has a budget of $0 and we've been doing great. There have been times where we said, hey, we want to bring in cook members of the club we all pitched in and everything but it wasn't something that was charged it wasn't something that we have to list mm-hmm. with the university and so i think the majority of the clubs if you don't see a need for a budget you don't need to have it, right um but also i don't believe at least as far as the ppa clubs go um the ppa does not provide a budget i can't speak to the byusa clubs if they provide a budget for anyone um Sorry, I, I wish I could speak to that, but I can't. So as far as these pre-health and pre-professional clubs go, you kind of have to come up with your own budget there. Okay, thank you for that information. That's helpful. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, so, and then the one other thing I re- remember you mentioning is that you were on like a, a year trial sort of thing. Right. So it's official, but not official. <laughs> How exactly does that work? Yeah, so this, again, is, is going back to the liability of a mentor, right? Um, the school is very careful about providing good information to their students, and so they're, the actual employees of the pre-provisional office are very well educated, they're very well qualified to give out advice to pre-medical students, whereas I could be, you know, John Doe, and I've been here at school, and I want to go to medical school, but I have a really poor idea of what that entails, and then suddenly I want to tell other people how to do it right that's from the school's point of view excuse me from the school's point of view that's kind of scary and so one of the compromises that we had to make in getting my club kind of validated is that for this year we have to be working very closely with the school we have to be very careful about what the information that we're putting out through our mentors is and, and kind of just you know walking on thin ice so that we don't overstep any bounds that the university has provided to us yeah they're gonna have to like keep you under their wing until they like have the club established enough yeah exactly and so we've been fortunate that they've been excited about the project just as much as we have and they've um, given us some advice and given us some tools and guidelines to follow so that we can make sure we're giving out good advice and and my club is kind of focused more on just providing emotional support and everything we're trying to move away from giving hard facts and hard numbers, but more that a mentor can be someone you can um, find support in and someone that mm-hmm. can kind of help you kind of de-stress from time to time, right? But this, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a it's, man, what's the word for it? We're kind of on, we're being closely watched. We're definitely under their wing, like you said, Pri. that's a great metaphor for yeah. it. And so this, this year, they're kind of keeping us super close. They're checking in with us way more often than they check in with a couple of the other clubs. Um, but things are going great. Um, University has started to trust us a little bit more and trust that the things that we've kind of published and that we get out there is definitely on par with what they want us to get out. So we're real and we should be sticking around for a very long time. But this year, it was kind of a, a will they, won't they for the last few months. But it looks like they will. So we're very excited. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'm just glad that they are like so organized with it and mm-hmm. do like cooperate that much with you because it can be like a scary process to want to do that. Uh, yeah, I would for think. Sure. Uh, but it's good that it's organized and that um, that way you can always know kind of where you're at. 
Yeah. Um, and then both of you can answer this, uh, but like, how do you feel clubs benefit students in general? And I guess for you specifically for you, Kaden, how has your club been a benefit so far? Yeah. You want me to speak to that right away? Do you mind, Pri? Yeah. That's oh, yeah. You can go for it. You can go for Lovely. it, Kaden. Yeah. So um, something super incredible that, that I've been able to experience this semester is um, people will come up to me and they'll start talking to me about the club. And so just for you guys to understand, we have um, about 40 mentors that are trying to reach out and, and help about 100 mentees kind of find their way through the system. And so we have about 150 people in the club, which doesn't sound like a whole lot, but it's, it's kind of enough that I keep running into people. And one of the coolest experiences for me this semester has been mentors and mentees coming up to me and saying how incredible the experience has been. And they're so happy that I was able to pull this oh, off. That's awesome. Which has been great because I, I mean, just a few months ago, I was super struggling and super doubtful on if I could even, um, you know, get through my classes, let alone, you know, kind of put yourself out there in ways that um, medical schools kind of want you to, because then when you have, go and have all these experiences and it's very scary and very frustrating and, and very isolating mm -hmm. for a lot of students. And that's how I was feeling. But just six months later, having people come up to me while I'm eating lunch and say, hey, look, my mentor is awesome. They've helped me figure this out. I feel so excited and, and I'm super pumped to get to the next stage of my pre-med life. And so that yes. has been, that's made Definitely it all worth it. Definitely a fantastic way to like establish those connections yeah. with other people. Mm -hmm. And so I think this and then other clubs that I'm a part of really just helps you get a sense of community. You can find people with similar interests, with similar struggles. And there are people that you can turn to when you need a little bit of help. And so that sense of community is really what I've appreciated from all the clubs I've been a part of. And I'm really grateful that my club has been able to uh, be a part of that as well. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, I agree with those sentiments. It's important to, it's always nice to like hang out with people that have similar interests to you in the first place, but then also people that have those struggles uh, that can empathize with you know, what you're going through. I think that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. um, Pri, do you have any other thoughts to add to that? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, in my writing class, I wrote an entire paper on clubs and the importance of them and why we need them um, and went a little more specific than that. But I think, like, clubs are really important um, for, like, a huge number of reasons. Um, like I said earlier, they can help you establish connections with other people, um, especially in something like a pre-professional club, because then that can like carry on to even after your college career. Mm. Um, and it's also just a fantastic way to like meet new people and make new friends. Like I'm a freshman at BYU this year, and this is my first semester here. And so joining a couple of clubs, I was able to like kind of make some friendships and like meet some new people and kind of see the university a bit more so um it really helped me like ease into the college life and like establish a few people that I can like have friendships with um and it's also just it's good to have something to look forward to that isn't just academics and classes it's great mm -hmm. to be able to say all right this Tuesday at 8 30 p.m I'm gonna go learn a k-pop dance with a bunch of people and it'll be super fun so I think Clubs are so beneficial for students in so many ways. Um, and there's so many different clubs, which is super fantastic too. Yeah, I, I went on the clubs.byu.edu uh, website 
and I was scrolling through the list and I didn't even realize that there were just yeah, there's tons. like a thousand different clubs probably. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, there's ones like Cadence that are pre-professional and there's academic ones. And then a lot of them are the BYUSA, like you said, Caden Yeah, earlier. like recreational ones. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I, I love what you said about how it gives you something else to look forward to because school can be exhausting and especially with COVID and things like it's been, it had been hard the last few semesters to even have a lot of those events. And so right, the, fact for they, sure. the fact that we can have a lot of those events now is a great thing. And um, I think a lot of freshmen or underclassmen in general, including myself, um, just don't necessarily have like the same level of knowledge about clubs uh, just because of that fact that we were more limited yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. And then, Caden, uh, have you ever, ever had the opportunity to go to uh, one of the club nights before? Yeah, are you talking about the Tuesday nights of the Wilkinson Student Center? Mm-hmm. I had just yeah. heard about that recently, and I I haven't been before. So if you've been and have any experience to share from that, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, actually, I just went last week. I've been trying to go every week, or I've been trying to go all semester, but in between schedules and, and things. I haven't been able to just until last week, but um, basically around six o'clock on Tuesday evenings, the Wilk transforms into like, I don't know, a fun zone or something. They get the ping pong tables, they get a whole bunch of games set up, there's music going, there's people you know, grouping up and having fun and chatting loud and, and talking about a whole bunch of different things. And so last week I was able to go, you know, went to ping pong night ping pong club we get set up there and me and my lab partner we both brought some paddles and stuff and we hung out there and played some ping pong for a while and it's kind of cool to just be in a place and I brought someone along that I knew but the other people there that were playing were super friendly they invited us to join their games we got to know a whole bunch more people and I know that um, I think a lot of the times on campus we kind of group ourselves into people we know and then we do stuff that we like with those people but I definitely mm-hmm. see at, on Tuesday, you go do things you like, and then you get to know people there. So it's kind of that, the opposite of how I normally plan my events. I'm like, oh, I'm going to meet up with this person, and then we'll go do this thing. Instead of, hey, I'm going to go do this thing, and I'll meet people there. And so I think Tuesday nights at the Woke is a great place to go meet people, to go kind of de-stress, like preset, and look forward to something more other than um, kind of what our usual life looks like on a day-to-day basis. So I, I think it was a great experience. I had lots of fun. I try and keep my schedule in such a way that I can go meet some more people and go learn some more things next semester. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Um, were there like a thousand people there? Like how many people would you say were there roughly? Um, well, the Wilk is a big place. So it's hard to tell, but um, I know there's a whole bunch. I mean, all the ping pong tables are filled. There's a swordsmanship club or something. Similar. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's really clubs for everything. <laughs> there, there really is. If you're interested, maybe I should start a bird club so I can find all my bird friends. <laughs> but um, I mean, there's chess, there's magic. Um, in the ballroom, they have line dancing for an hour, and then that switches into Latin dancing. Um, oh, cool. And those those draw huge crowds. There's probably a couple hundred people in the Latin part of the evening, and ping pong's always full. It's a great night to go down to the little fun zone downstairs in a Wilk and those places were full as well the bowling alley and arcade and stuff um there's people upstairs downstairs talking about a whole there's a whole bunch of stuff there I think there's a huge huge chunk of people there 
Everything pretty much something for everyone as well. <laughs> I I like. would think so, yeah. And if it's not the Wilk, it's somewhere else on campus on a Tuesday evening. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. If you if you look up, like, club nights, uh, BYU, mm-hmm. um, it has a little bit more information about that on the site. But it says it goes pretty late, too, generally, mm-hmm. uh, every week, which gives you a good window of time that you can go to that. And then usually different clubs are there uh, each week, so you can experience, uh, you know, different clubs every time you go. Um, this is something that I wish I had known about sooner than like a week ago. But now I know. <laughs> yeah. Better late than never, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. But I think that's all I have to to ask and to uh, share personally. Pri, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I think we kind of hit all the topics. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, Kaden. I appreciate you sharing your stories and experiences. It's always good to have somebody that's been, uh, uh, I don't know, in the battlefield. In the battlefield, (laughs) for sure. For sure. But my pleasure, guys. It was great talking to you. Thank you. All righty. Have a good one. Yep. Thanks, Kaden. Bye-bye.